Do you have a hard time seeing your worth? Tired of people disrespecting you or mistreating you? Are you sick of feeling bad for yourself? Do you want to take back what you deserve? Let's dive deep and take your power back. Welcome back to Life with Tia. I hope you're all doing well and having a lovely day today. If you haven't heard the last episode, check it out, as this is a part two of a two-part series about self-worth. There isn't much of a difference between self-esteem, self-confidence, and self-worth. Self-worth is just a deeper knowing and an acceptance of yourself. I'm sure you know the effects of having low self-worth. Or not being able to see your value. So let's go into how we can get it back. So let's start with self-doubt. How much of the world has it? Probably everyone has. At least once in their lives. What does self-doubt do? It makes you overthink and wonder whether the thing you want to do is the right thing for you. It makes you highlight all the wrong things that could go wrong. But... It also shows you that whatever you're doing is important enough for you to want to succeed. It kicks you into high gear with stress. That there's emphasis on the fact that this matters to you, so it's not always a bad thing. Well then, why is this an issue? It's when the self-doubt becomes the reason you start holding yourself back and that it starts limiting you from being able to succeed in your endeavors that it becomes an issue. This takes away from you being able to utilize your own power at its fullest. So how can we utilize this self-doubt to push us into achieving the things we want rather than hindering our own power? One of the first things I'd say would be to focus on your strengths. In school, they always tell you to be an all-round person. They want you to get A's on everything, be the best at every sport, every club. There's a lot of pressure. I'm saying we should toss it all out. In life, you don't need to be good at everything. I wouldn't say it's impossible, but you're going to be compromising your own fun and relaxed time to try and master everything. They say it takes around 10,000 hours of practice to be great at something. That's about a year and three months of practice every day without sleep, eating, and other daily routines. Reality is, if you're spending about eight hours every day to practice one skill, you're going to spend around three and a half years to achieve this. But that's if this is your job or something you want to consistently spend eight hours on without having a regular eight-hour workday or school day. So why don't we just focus on the strengths that we already have, and it'll take less time to master them, since it's already something we're good at. Don't worry about your weaknesses. We're talking about skill set. You can still learn to do them. You just don't need to be great at it. Your weaknesses could be other people's strengths, and vice versa. That way, you can exchange and give to others. This helps to see your worth, 
since you're able to offer your strengths to help others. This also becomes a positive effect because we can help each other out. So that ends up being a ripple effect in the long run. It feels good to be needed and to be able to help others. Start seeing the things you can offer as a positive impact rather than focusing on yourself and how you're not enough. I'd say that reading and listening to motivational speeches, as referenced in my last episode, about how to empower yourself will help with seeing your value. This isn't just beneficial to you, but also to others, because if you're feeling good about yourself, you're going to be in a better mood, which can always positively impact someone who is feeling down. You never know. Maybe something you said because you're in a good mood can help make someone else's day. Speaking of which, this could help build friendships. We are beings who need each other. They say those who are always alone without friends generally die sooner than those who have friends. This is because having friends impact the quality of life. When you have positive friends, especially those who already see their own value, you slowly pick it up over time. You generally are a mix of who your five closest friends are. The cool thing is, you could be the betterment of the five friends by being able to detach when you realize that there are bad habits that could potentially be picked up just by being around them. But it is human to make mistakes. We can't be good at something without trying it first. And this can mean a risk of failure. It doesn't mean you have to lessen your self-worth. It is important to differentiate your value from things that don't succeed or do well in. Your worth isn't determined by your success and failures, nor by the amount of things that you've done in your life. Because of that, it's important to also be mindful when you start spiraling downhill, especially on the things that you tried your best in. It's easy to fall into the negative mindset, but if you see it as something that's beneficial for you in the long run, it's easier to snap out of it. We are all unique with different skills, and at the end of the day, they all balance each other out. We all need air, food, water, and sleep. We all bleed and die. We all need love, affection, and connection. Our basic needs are all the same. There may be different levels of it. So don't think that you aren't worthy of your own self-worth. No one needs to put up with bullshit. No one deserves to be stepped on, nor allow someone else to determine our worth. Take back your power and decide how your self-worth can help achieve your goals. It's more beneficial to see things in a positive light rather than the negative. I know it sounds easier said than done, but I promise once you start catching yourself each time you think negatively and flip it into a positive mindset, over time, you'll realize your own worth, and this wouldn't be tied to anything in the external. Thanks for joining me today. I hope to catch you on my next episode. <laughs>